Thanks for joining us today for the patient experience. Please help us out by sharing our show with a healthcare professional in your life or by leaving us a review on iTunes or your preferred podcast platform. You know, a friend of mine in healthcare, every time we go um, to an annual meeting, it's Pinehurst, North Carolina, and he walks up to me and says, well, here we are again. So I'm going to go with my friend Bill's, Bill Collins, as a matter of fact, his, um, well, here we are again. That's right. So, so Bill, in your honor, here we are again, Mary Emily would my coworker is back to ask me some more questions and um, actually we're talking about strides in patient experience today so fire away so today we're going to talk a little bit about strides in patient experiences and what and how are healthcare providers making those strides what are the successes you were seeing and maybe some of the missteps that need to be tweaked I'll say, first of all, it's now a priority. It wasn't before because people really, really, really didn't have time to do it. I know we worked with a hospital in North Carolina about their pre-admission process, and they wanted to do all these good things, and they didn't know how to do it. So they engaged with me, and actually Jeff and was were, was asking us about that. And the first thing is, you really need to make that a priority. But processes on pre-admission, they're not in the routine of things, so you tend to put that on the back burner. Sure. And um, you just don't do it. So they just said, how do we start this? And we worked with that hospital to help them implement and understand a pre-admission program. And I've done an interview with Charlene Lynch about that process before, and it is really going places because they made it a priority. Now, patient experience is becoming a priority. It is, um, I've talked a lot about in the past, hospitals spend a lot of money on marketing. And... I don't know, it seems like they always come on during the news segment. That's where um, they, you see a lot of the commercials, and they're uh, compelling. Of course. I mean, my gosh, you get tears in your Pulling eyes. Pulling on your heartstrings. Yes, and uh, Ballard Health in East Tennessee combined uh, Johnson City Healthcare and Wellmont uh, merged together under a new name, Ballard Health. So they started... You know, the news had come out that they were merging. So they started an ad campaign about Ballot Health. And they were, honestly, they were tearjerkers. Mm-hmm. It was talking about um, the, the whole aspect of that merger and what coming together would do. But they were talking to employees. Mm-hmm. Now, that was a good campaign. That's a paradigm shift for a commercial. Yeah. You know? And that's that's great. That's why I, you know I would uh, I looked at all their commercials on YouTube, and um, they were just they were great. And it was realizing 
they were not necessarily advertising heart surgery or um, whatever their services are. They were talking about their culture and patient experience. I love it. And how the people were passion, passionate about this. Um, sometimes you can do all these advertising, and that was great. That made the difference. And that, and I, and I understand because I've visited in that hospital before a relative, and it just it hit me when I walked in the door. It was great. It was a, it was um, what we called uh, good soil. It was really good soil. That's what I felt when I went in those places. And um, but hospitals, you know, have been spending a lot of money on advertisements about how nice their facility is, and then you go to the hospital and you have a bad experience. Mm -hmm. So hospitals are finally realizing, of course, Ballot Health realized it and shared about it. Hospitals are becoming liked for their patient experience, and it's because it's a priority. It's now a core of the institution. Um. I talked, interviewed uh, a guy from Atrium Health, and I want you, Atrium. You know, when I when I mention a hospital, uh, it's because of a good experience. And um, I interviewed uh, a guy named Neil Wodaka from uh, Atrium Health, and I found out really he is he's the shepherd. That people think of him as a shepherd, and it's it's back uh, back in days when I was in healthcare, I found that my team there was one person they would talk to in that whole office, and no one else because they had built a trust in that person. If that person at lunch is, I'll just wait. Oh, no, I can go ahead and help you. Nope. So you're developing that shepherd attitude and I said really Neil what you're telling me is you're a shepherd to a lot of those patients they trust you yes they know you will give them the right answer and they know you will help them in any way they can and I said honestly how many um voicemails do you have when you get back from lunch 20 and he's really good about getting back to his patients. So I think the hospitals really are seeing it as important to have those type uh, people. I've seen seen them called financial counselors. Mm -hmm. Now I'm seeing them called um, patient advocate. Yes. Um, or just a patient coordinator. But Neil's a shepherd. And I, I think people are seeing that's very important. Now, I think the bottom line of all of this is they realize to be successful, they've got to have a culture. They have got about a culture. Yes. And um, we're going to, you know, we talk a lot about culture, but, and it depends on the organization, what they want that culture to be. Yes. And, um, Again, uh, Baptist Hospital cared for my family. And um, 
I felt a good culture when the fact that it was I knew where to park. I did not have to scramble around to find a parking deck. You know, it can be nerve-wracking. and yes. uh, I mean, it just you knew exactly where you went in. And then uh, I know when I left that day, that the last thing they said to me is, "I hope everyone in your family's good, and I hope you have a good day. Be careful." Mm. You know that that warmed me. Yeah. But what I felt when I walked in the door was just tremendous. It it's a culture that shows. I think it's the difference between a mindset and a heart song. Right on. Because a heart song can be felt by everyone. Yeah. A mindset is only in the mind of the beholder. Yeah. So on my way down yesterday, I stopped at Starbucks, and um, I was grabbing my coffee and putting cream and sugar in my coffee, and um, this lady walked in, and she spoke to me. It's just very kindly. She didn't know me from Adam. You know, she had no idea who I was. How are you doing today? And I said, I'm great. And look, she had a um, name tag on Wake Forest Baptist Medical Center. Look at that. And I said, Oh, you work at the Baptist. A lot of the people, Baptist. yeah, up the mountain, up the mountain in Boone. A lot of people called. They had to take a patient to the Baptist. It's just, mm. it's just, you know, the Baptist. I said, she said, yeah, I am at the Baptist, and people use that all the time. And she, uh, I asked her if she knew somebody, and turned out she did. And it, she was, you know, she was on her way to work, but she showed that passion, that kindness, That's great. by just speaking, and um, those ripples. Yeah, you know? it ripples. Yeah, and. Here's what I'll say. If it's if I say anything today, um, they practice what they preach. Mm. A culture practice it practices exactly what they preach. Mm-hmm. And that's that's great. You know. You heard your preacher say something and then you go out and see him do something different. They don't practice what no. they preach. Or anybody. Sometimes we don't practice what we preach. But culture, hey, you have got to practice what you preach and you've got to practice what your mindset and you've got to it's just that's the key right there and bottom line at the end of that i will say they're making all these strides in patient experience but the most important thing they're doing is they're keeping it alive Mm. they have not um they have not made a checklist item and say, okay, oh, we mas- mastered patient experience. Check. Check. Next. Next. <laughs> Next project. Sure. They, it's ongoing. And I love, you know, and I see it. Um, I see th- new things hospitals are doing. And like I said, I don't care what the situation is. You can walk in a healthcare provider and feel you can feel it when you walk in the door. And I went in one one time and I didn't feel it. And I was taking my dad for a um, a test. And um, the lady that we walked into, she, uh, I love this, she was reading People magazine. And, uh, which I don't think, you know, there might be People magazines out in the waiting room. But I do not think... Um, it's really good for an employee to be reading it there. 
And she had about a bottle of Mountain Dew. Now I know people like Mountain Dew. I love Mountain Dew. Big bottle. She looked up from her People magazine, took a big swig of her Mountain Dew and said, what do you need? (laughs) She was busy. Yeah. But you know, (laughs) I actually felt it when I came in there. Yeah. And I don't have some... I'm... Yeah, maybe I'm a discerning individual, but um, you can just feel it. You can feel it. So in answer to your question, people are making it a priority, and they're keeping it fresh and alive. Thanks for joining us today for the patient experience. Please help us out by sharing our show with a healthcare professional in your life or by leaving us a review on iTunes or your preferred podcast platform.